0: Hey, I'm Jordan.
1: And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For The Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life.
0: Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it.
1: We are so glad to have you here with us. In today's episode, Jordan and I are going to be talking on things you can do when you feel overwhelmed stressed, and anxious. We have received a lot of messages from all of you asking us more about this. So we are going to be diving in on five powerful practices you can begin taking right now to bring more peace into your life.
0: Especially in today's world and everything that we're experiencing, I think a lot of people are starting to see that they are becoming a little more anxious and they have just an uncertainty about everything that's going on and and that would cause anyone to feel just a little bit of pressure every day. I'm someone that has had anxiety with getting overwhelmed and trying to find positive ways to combat those feelings. A lot of people that either had those problems, they may see them getting a little bit worse now, or there's people who have, you know, had these problems who are using these tools to help them during this time. But I also think a lot of people that may not have had these issues before or never realized them, are starting to put more attention to them because it's starting to show up more in their lives. So I think a lot of people in this country are starting to feel anxiety, feel overwhelmed, feel feelings of just not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow, and it's starting to weigh on their minds. So we're going to give you five tools that you can use throughout your day to help you alleviate some of that stress. The first thing that we're going to talk about is exercise. With exercise, what you're aiming to do is get your body moving at least 30 minutes a day. I think a lot of people get caught in a trap of saying, well, to really get a good form of exercise, I need to go outside and I need to just run, 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 run. I need to go to the gym and lift weights for hours and hours. Like we said, 30 minutes a day and exercise can be something as simple as going for a little walk. Something I mentioned before that Ashley and I like to do is hiking sticking with that 30 minutes a day. If you're someone who doesn't exercise often, maybe you have never tried it before. I think this is a good starting point for anyone dealing with stress, dealing with that overwhelming feeling when you have so much on your mind. I think if you take the time when you notice those feelings coming and you just simply go outside, walk out your front door and just say, you know what, I'm going to go around the block a couple times. The, the biggest thing with doing that is once you start walking, you have to let yourself just kind of melt away, let your mind melt away. Only think about you know the positive things in your life. Try to shift your attitude. The second you walk out the door, you have to say, okay, everything that I was stressing about, whether it was work, whether it was the kids, anything else, it's going to stay right here. And I'm going to go for my walk. I'm going to relax. I'm going to think about things I can do moving forward. And I can just remain in a positive space while I'm out taking time for myself.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of a conference that Jordan and I watched over the weekend. If anybody else is a fan of Rachel Hollis, she always talks about how important it is to move your body for at least 30 minutes a day, and when you move your body, you change your mind, and I think that that is an incredible reminder, as Jordan said, like if you are beginning to feel anxious or stressed out about different things that you're going through right now, all you have to do is just move your body, and then your mindset follows, and you just begin to feel better. So this is something that is very important for day-to-day life just to be able to get your body moving, get out, and that looks different maybe for everybody. As Jordan said, him and I like to go for a walk or go for a run out at the state park. And for you, maybe you enjoy yoga or Zumba, you know, just try whatever you enjoy and you'll greatly benefit from that. So number two is gratitude and this is also incredibly important to be able to bring that peace and joy into your life. For me, every morning I have a journal and I write down five things that I'm grateful for from the last 24 hours. So this is something that is a great practice to be able to implement into your day, whether it be in the morning or in the evening, just to be able to reflect on all the blessings that fill up your life.
0: As Ashley mentioned, with her, she likes to get up and she'll write it down. She has notebooks, she has journals. She's very visual with writing things down, and that's the way that stays in her mind. Usually, I'm just a big talker in my own head you know, I talk to myself all day. I'm constantly reminding myself of not only things I'm looking forward to, but the thing that I'm happy and grateful for now. For one example, you know, when I had to go to work the other day, I had to work outside, and just waking up in the morning, you know, we we did a lot. The day before, I was real sore. I just really wasn't in the mood. It was just a beautiful weekend. I didn't want to be doing anything else, but on the way over to where we were working, I mean, it was just so nice outside that immediately I just start, started saying, well, how beautiful is today? What a great day, and how lucky am I? I get to work outside today when it's, you know, 70 degrees, the sun's out, it's a nice breeze, I'm going to feel so good. Little by little, you know, by the time we get to the job and we start working, every little bit of stress that I had about even going there in the first place, I mean, it was just gone. So just that little switch of saying, you know, instead of, I just don't really want to do this today, I don't have the time, I would rather be going out and walking outside. I mean, just saying, it's such a beautiful day, I get to work outside, it's going to be beautiful, it's going to feel incredible, and as soon as the day is done, I have the rest of the day to do anything I want. And by the time I got to work, it just flew by, I was in a great mindset, great attitude. And that's a little thing that we're trying to teach you is just that simple switch going from, I don't really want to do this to how lucky am I that I'm able to do this. And you will notice your entire day takes a, a different stance. So in terms of gratitude, anytime you're starting to feel that you're overwhelmed, that you have too much going on, that you have all these responsibilities, you don't know how you're going to get things done, just to sit back and say, I'm grateful that I have all this going on. I'm grateful that I have a life full of opportunities and a life full of obligations and people that I can do things with and, and a job that has me working every single day so I mean gratitude is one of the biggest things I think we talk about almost every podcast because it's one of the biggest tools you can use to switch how you're feeling in a given moment
1: I recently read a quote and I think that it would be perfect for this conversation it said be thankful for what you have you'll end up having more if you concentrate on what you don't have you'll never have enough I think that this is important to reflect on, as Jordan said, because so often we can get caught up in focusing on what we don't have control over or on these negative feelings, but when you shift towards that gratitude mindset, you begin looking for those blessings in your day-to-day, and the more you practice it, the more peace that you will be able to bring back into your life.
0: Our third topic that we are going to share with you is praying or meditating, whatever way works for you best. As Ashley and I have said, we are both faith-filled. We are uh, active in our church. We lean toward the praying side of it, but as you heard the other day when we did our live meditation on Instagram, we implement both, and it's something that, you know, it's, it's up to personal choice of which way you'd like to do this. But praying and meditating is a great way to get inside your own head and calm things down. When I'm praying, it's a bit of a control factor. As Ashley said, when when we try to control things that we can't and we have this anxiety from things that are happening around us that we seemingly really cannot do anything about, when I'm able to pray and I'm praying to God, I think it's a way of saying, okay, I know I have no control. I know that this is something going on around me, but I'm praying for your guidance. I'm praying for you to keep me safe and to lead me to where I'm meant to be. In doing that, you kind of put that control out in the universe and you say, all right, this is God's control. I know that this is going to work out for me. I know I'm going to end up where I'm meant to be and where I desire to be. But for right now, I'm not going to worry about it. I know things are going to play out in my favor, so all I'm going to do is do what I can, live a good life, and I know things will work out for me. I think meditating is the same way, just to cancel out the world around you, you get in your own little space, and when you're in that good mindset and you're meditating, I mean, honestly, it just seems like the whole world falls away, and you're sitting there, you're not thinking about time, you're not thinking about what you have to do later in the day, you're completely in the moment, and you're just giving up control and saying, right now, I feel good, and I'm going to go with this feeling.
1: As Jordan mentioned, we practice the prayer and meditation aspects of this, and for each person it can look a little bit different, so you can do one or the other or both. I believe, as he said also, that it brings you back to that place of peace and getting rid of any feelings of anxiety that you're feeling. With everything going on the way that it is right now, our faith community looks a little bit different. We're doing live streams on Facebook and online, and I'm very grateful for that to be able to continue to be connected in that way, and we do the meditation daily and we've been doing a lot of instagram lives with our friend alex wonder he is an insight meditation teacher and we offer that on instagram so if you ever want to pop on and join us we would love to have you it is a great way to be able to get rid of that anxiety or any feelings of negativity that you have i think that it's important to have a base on you know one or the other or both to be able to bring that peace back into your life
0: number four on our list is talk to a loved one Personally, I've shared that I have those times of being overwhelmed. As we've talked about, the big thing with getting anxious and getting overwhelmed, and especially for those listening who are just experiencing these things, maybe for the first time seemingly in their life, or if, if this is a brand new feeling for you, you are starting to notice that it is a very personal thing. By personal, I mean a lot of people really don't like to talk about it. Nobody likes to go on, on a social media and just say to the world how they constantly have anxiety problems or they get overworked, but it is something that we have to normalize and talk about because a lot of people are dealing with it that you don't know about. Talk to a loved one. It is a huge thing to be able to look inside and figure out that you do have a current issue and being able to share that with someone is a way of not only telling yourself like this is okay and this is something that people have to go through, but it's a lesson in learning that this is never something that has to be done alone. By opening up and saying this, even whether it's one person, whether it's a friend, uh, your spouse, someone in your family, anybody, to open up and tell someone, hey, listen, I have these things going on. I just would like to talk about it. Or if you've ever experienced this, is there anything that works for you? I mean, it's very therapeutic to open up and share that with someone else. You know, and I've mentioned m- many times on the podcast in having these issues myself, and being someone who's personally dealt with it. Coming into my relationship with Ashley, I knew right off the bat that wasn't something that I, I wanted to talk about. And as I said before, it's almost because you think must have something wrong with me, or I don't like the way I, I react when something bad happens. I have to work on this, but you tend to spiral and think you have all these issues, you have all these problems, and nobody else has them. Nobody else is going to understand. And it was a little bit of mooring anxiety in my mind when I had to open up about it because I just wasn't sure how other people would react or if people would look at me differently. But with Ashley, you know, that was huge for me to just say, you know, there's times where I do feel very overwhelmed and not only reaching out and and letting her know that it's something I deal with, but also when the time comes, if there's something that's happening and I'm clearly starting to feel a certain way, you know, Ashley now knows what's going on and knows how to help calm me down and to talk me through it. To have that resource by you is is very big because anytime going forward, if you're starting to feel these things or you're starting to get overwhelmed, I mean, especially like it's happened to me, if you're out in public, you know, the world starts closing in on you and you can feel so separated. But to have someone close to you who understands what's going on that you can open up to is just an irreplaceable thing.
1: I do want to say as I listen to Jordan share his story that this is one of the first times that you have talked about it so openly so I want to applaud you for your vulnerability. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. It makes me emotional to think about because I think that it is important that we talk about these things and to be able to empower other people because so often we all walk our journey thinking that we are alone in many things or like I said we're not enough. we're, We're too much of this. Not enough of that. And other people who are struggling with something similar aren't able to help you because you're not talking about it. And I think that something in our world and something that is much needed is to be able to have these hard conversations because talking about feeling stressed or anxious is hard because so often in the world and especially with social media world that we live in that everybody wants to act as though everything is always perfect and that they aren't struggling or hurting at any point in time. So something like this is beneficial to be able to talk talk about because people are hurting and they do need help. So I really am proud of you for opening up and sharing your experiences with us to be able to bring that hope and healing to other people. So for our fifth powerful practice you can take is to prioritize time for yourself and this goes for, you know, I think that this would relate to self-care and just to be able to understand that it is okay to take time on your own and I know for some people if you're a parent it can be a little bit more difficult but it is so beneficial for your overall physical and mental well-being just to be able to prioritize that time and for every person that can look a little bit different, you know, for Jordan, he likes to paint So he'll set time aside and begin creating different artwork. And for me, like I said, I journal. I like to write. People can take baths. You can go for a walk. I mean, whatever this looks like for you. And I mean, we can do the prioritized time for any single one of the things that we've talked about. You know, you can exercise, you can move your body, you can practice that gratitude. All of these things are self-care, but to be able to do that on your own is very beneficial
0: Another note of prioritizing time for yourself is to really just realize that that means give yourself a little bit of extra time to literally do anything that you want, that you think is gonna bring you a sense of calmness or happiness or joy. Especially now with the times we're in and having so many people with a lot of excess time on their hands or you know being in their homes for a longer period of time than they're used to without any place to really go, there is a lot of time. The question is, how do you use the time? Are you someone who's going to prioritize it and say, you know, for, for today, since I have nothing going on, here's something I've really wanted to work on that I've never had the chance to do that I've always said I never had time for, now's the time to do it. Or you can be someone who is just kind of going through the motions and, and watching TV all day and literally waking up just waiting for the day to end because it's just the same thing over and over and over. For your mental health especially, taking time for yourself is a way to constantly, I think, connect back with who you are. I think when we are so outward facing and we're looking at the world and, you know, our work and and whatever else we have to do during the day, everything is about spreading yourself out. But how many times do we look inside and say, what do I want to do for me? Not for anyone else, not for work purposes, but what will bring me total comfort right now? And that's something that we have to find. You know, for me, a big one is hiking. And as I mentioned, like before, that was something I used to do years ago that really got me in love with a fitness journey and falling in love with taking care of myself over the years and going through, you know, different phases and falling out of that and then kind of hitting my own rock bottom. This was something that kind of brought me back out of it and is continuing to do so. So leading up into this time, I just started getting back to a gym routine and getting back to eating healthy and taking care of myself and wanting to, you know, lose weight and build more muscle and be this, you know, revamped kind of better version of myself. So with this time, that's something that I've prioritized for myself is going on my hikes. Normally, like I said before, when when you're going through the day and you have work and you have this and that and you come home, it's always, well it's it's already too late. We gotta make dinner. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. I you know, I can go walk tomorrow and I'll just do ten minutes. Now with a lot of the extra time, I mean, I'm going for hours a lot of days. And as I'm doing that, I notice that I am pretty much practicing everything that we said today in this list. I mean, of course, the exercise, gratitude as I'm walking, everything is is so positive because I'm in such a good place that I'm constantly thinking of things that make me happy and what I'm grateful for. The praying, the meditating goes hand in hand with that as you're walking, just thinking about either things from your past that are making you very happy or things that you're working for in the future and ways to calm your soul as you're walking and taking time talking to yourself because we don't usually get that time. Talking to a loved one, as I'm with Ashley and we're doing it together, that's where we have some of our best conversations. Because like we said, you know, we're not sitting in front of a TV screen, we're not driving in the car with everything going on outside the window when we're walking down a trail in the woods. You just have time with one another and you're not bothered by anything else. So a great time just to calm everything down, sit back, and enjoy your time together. And, of course, the biggest thing is prioritizing that time for yourself and doing really what's going to bring you the most happiness in a given moment.
1: It reminds me of the message that you can't fill others up with an empty cup and I think that this message goes back to what we're talking about right now just to be able to make sure that you do practice self-care and that you are prioritizing that time for yourself so that way you can better serve the organizations that you volunteer with, your family, your friends in a much more efficient and beneficial way. And Jordan, as we wrap up these five powerful practices, you mentioned that anxiety is something that you have experienced in your past. How have these practices helped you begin to move forward more with the peace and the calmness that we've talked about?
0: Well, I, I would like to share that, you know, one thing I've learned is even though there are problems with anxiety and, you know, especially with depression and how they go hand in hand and that overwhelmed feeling, uh, I think the biggest takeaway is having that happen to you is, is something that you are able to live with. It's something that even though it will show up in your life, I mean, it's, it really does not have to take up 99% of your life and it's not something that should define you. I think in utilizing these things that we talked about, I kind of went from a space of feeling that, you know, I was someone who had anxiety that had, that believed that anxiety had a control over me. For a lot of people, I think that's why it is such an issue, is because you amplify it in your own mind. The thought of having that happen to you tends to scare you. And then when you're going out and you should be enjoying the day and enjoying what you're doing, instead, you have this in the back of your mind, like, what if something triggers me and and all of a sudden I'm starting to lose control and I don't know where to go? Like, who who can I talk to? And, and then as we talk about, all of a sudden you're completely negative. Your mind just shifted off of what you were thinking of. And now it's almost in preservation mode of how do I keep myself like I am now without getting overwhelmed? And all that's going to do is lead you down that track and it's going to keep you tied to anxiety for the rest of your life. So doing these things that we talked about, you take control over that part of yourself. In taking control, the one thing I had to learn is it's not enough to just say, well, I shouldn't have it. I have to get rid of it to be happy. This is something that you can live with. It does not have to take up that much of your life. And I think when you get to a space of doing the things like we talked about now, you find that control, you find that inner peace, and you also find that when you do have an episode or you you start to get overwhelmed, instead of just saying, all right, here it comes, now I'm in for the ride, I'm going down with it. You say, all right, here these feelings come, here's what I'm going to do to alleviate that stress right now. I'm not going to let it get out of control. I'm not going to let myself slide down and and ruin this whole day. I'm going to do one of these things or all of these things, anything that's going to bring my mind back to a place of peace. That's been the biggest thing for me is not only practicing these things, but like I said, if I'm going out for a hike, The way I used to approach it before was, you know, because I have to do cardio, I have to work out, I have to do this, I have to do that. I am so focused on just doing the act that I am not currently there. My mind isn't really working while I'm doing it. I'm listening to music and I'm just trying to blow through it so I get done with it. But in reconnecting with hiking, for example, you know, I ditch the headphones, I go out, I'm out for a couple hours at a time and I just feel completely centered. I feel completely at ease. I feel completely in control of my mind. And, you know, walking in the front door after doing that, all of a sudden, the rest of your day takes on this this aura of, you know, I'm in control. This is a great day. I'm going to do anything I want to do. And your mindset just totally flips. For anyone listening, as we talked about these five things, please, please take the time to go through and do this for yourself. These are life-changing things if you do them right. And you constantly put that in your mind that you are not controlled by anxiety. You're not controlled by anything else. You are the one in control. You are able to change your mood. You are able to counteract those feelings and turn it into something positive.
1: I think it's important to make a note to allow yourself grace on your journey because so often people can begin feeling these emotions of being overwhelmed, stress, anxiety, and then become hard on themselves. When you do begin to feel one of these negative emotions, you have the power to be able to shift it. And you can just reflect back to this podcast, you can make notes in your phone on these different practices so that way when these feelings begin to come up, you can implement one of them and it begins to shift. But in this shift, you have to make sure that these practices are done regularly, that your mindset is not going to all of a sudden become a positive mindset overnight. And sometimes people can get caught up in believing that, okay, well, I meditated once, like, why don't I feel better? And I think that it does help you feel better, but it's something that you have to regularly do. And it's the same, like, as if you go to the gym. It's like if I went to work out right now, and I lifted a couple weights for an hour or two, and then the next day I woke up, and I'm like, well, why aren't my my muscles any bigger? Because it's something that you have to practice over and over and over. And the more you do, you're gonna find yourself more in that place of peace and calmness over that anxiety and those feelings of being stressed and anxious are going to become smaller and smaller because you're going to begin filling yourself up more and more with the things that serve you. Jordan and I want you to know how proud of you we are for taking this time for yourself to learn more about how you can fill yourself up with practices that will serve you for the good. We have a blog at ForTheGood.com where we share additional things you can implement. Have a great day everyone, and make today count.
0: Thanks for joining us at the For The Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at ForTheGoodOfficial and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode.
1: Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness. Not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.